Do you know what it will entice you to clean? If your house smells like a beach afterward and it doesn't smell like, you know, cleaning products. Well, enter Clorox. They can transform your space into a tropical getaway by upgrading your cleaning routine with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. It smells like coconut. It cleans like Clorox and it feels like inspiration. With a refreshing scent that will leave your home clean and fresh, elevating any room into an oasis. Now you can express your style and get shiny clean, get Clorox Sentiva at a nearby retail store, also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound... Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio. Almost Famous is back for another week, and we could not be more excited to be talking with you as we count down for this next season of The Bachelorette to start. Ashley. Are you excited to get us off the just to get us kicked off this podcast in the best of ways? What are you most excited for as you look forward forward to another season of The Bachelorette? I'm most looking forward to the ending. <laughs> that sounds like horrible. It's a long time away. Long time away. It's because I think that she's going to end up with Blake, and that's what I'm really curious to see. I guess that's the answer is to see how far Blake gets. This. Do you, I mean, sometimes these past contestants going on new seasons backfires. Actually, I'd say most of the time it backfires. We have something interesting and tell me where, if I'm wrong or not, I remember something where Peter had came on and talked about in an interview with somebody else, how when Hannah Brown came on his season, he was actually ready to leave for her. That obviously didn't happen. 
What do you think the reaction is when Blake shows up? Do you think there's like that kind of like, I'm ready to end this thing now kind of deal? Or do they date through the whole process? No, no, no. Blake's like not a huge deal. Do you know what I mean? It's not like the former bachelor. Uh, well, it's not like the, it's not like one of these people was the lead in the past. Okay. Um, so I don't think like everybody's waited with bated breath. I just think that they actually make sense together just from the little I know about both of them. That's why I'm curious to see how far it goes. And look how entertaining it was when Nick came on Caitlyn season and yeah. did get so far. It's fun to like already know one person in the cast. It just makes you more invested in the process. I would agree. I don't know. I mean, we have a we have many instances like people act like this is a brand new shocking thing. I feel like it I happens it most happens seasons half the time. I was yeah. going to say like we could like go back right now and think about it. I feel like almost every other season there's somebody from a previous season. I mean, look, you had two. I do. You had be Becca and that and was the, was that the start? I mean, we know that um, Chris, you know, um, Bukowski came on Andy Dorfman and showed up to the gate. Never got yeah. let in. No. So, like, was he the first? I think so. <sighs> and then it started a trend. And then Nick, like, did it so well that I think then it really started the trend as to, like, I could be successful in coming back. Yeah. I mean, obviously, recently we've seen Heather Martin give it a good shot. It didn't go well. I wouldn't say it went well. I mean, I think it went fine, yeah. but it didn't, like, it wasn't successful on either end. No. Um, Nick, you know, is is memorable for that. Blake comes on. You think they might be together. I'm, you know what I'm interested. I was trying to think through how I was going to um, communicate this. I'd say what maybe is intriguing me the most about this upcoming season outside of the storyline of if she ends up with somebody and who the contestants are, and maybe we like these guys, maybe we don't. It's how different does this season feel? Like I'm really intrigued just to see what it's like to watch this season I, I can't say I'm excited to watch this season. Yeah, I mean, I can't that, say I am either. But I'm intrigued. Yeah, I mean, we'll be really honest here. It's like we didn't get to know Katie that well. We didn't have weeks and weeks with her. We didn't feel mm -hmm. her heart break. I mean, I said this when she was first announced. I was yeah. like, I didn't, I don't feel super invested in her. When they broke up, like I never felt chemistry between Matt and, and Katie. Don't feel... You know, when and you don't when you don't see somebody's heartbreak on the show, then it doesn't feel like you can't wait to see where they end up on Paradise or on the next show or anything like that. And I think it's going to take a bit for I, I don't know that a lot of Bachelor Nation is like, oh, my gosh, can't wait to see who Katie ends up with. So I think it might take some weeks for people to get into it. I am kind of curious to see how the first week or two goes ratings wise just because it's a little later than usual it's not somebody who made it to the top three the last time we had somebody this far back you know who's eliminated that early on become the lead was juan pablo yeah i mean when she was when she was even rumored again like i can't even make a judgment call on katie like i, I think i no. like her from a distance uh i think she has a lot of caitlin bristow in her um, you know, which is somebody that, you know, people just enjoy being around and she's funny and she can carry a conversation. But I remember when she was even rumored, there was just this like, there's no way kind of feeling yeah. like there's no, not That's, because of who she it doesn't is. Make sense. Yeah. It doesn't make yeah. sense. Not because of who she is like paradise would make sense, but it's like, 
we don't know her and you had the breeze there still you right i mean you had brie yeah. and um you had you know even at some level rachel storyline where it's like she's not with matt anymore could that be something that they play off of michelle was there like it just felt like it was a stretch which mm-hmm. if we're i mean if we're speaking honestly right now I don't know how much risk the Bachelorette franchise, Bachelor franchise, can take right now when it comes to stretches. Like, they have some conversations they need to have. They have some things that they need to change. We'll see if that happens. But when it comes to, like, league contestants, I feel like they needed to pick somebody that they knew everybody was going to know going into the season. Like, this is a stretch. No. It's like it's Last it's kind of like the Ari thing again in a sense. Like it's like how is this going to work? People don't even hardly know what's going on here. The what thing? Ari. Like when Ari oh, was there, yeah. it's like this could either really go well and people will be super into this idea or it could really backfire and people are going to be like I don't I just don't know enough to follow this love story. People really weren't invested in Ari himself. They never he never became the most lovable character on screen. I like Ari personally, you know, like in between getting to know him in real life. But like if you ask Bachelor Nation their feelings on Ari, I don't think they really warmed up to him until Lauren and him were married and they had Alessi and all that. So I would agree. I mean, he left that season with Becca Kufrin being the beloved character and, you know, the kind of the girls in the season being the ones that people were following the closest. Hey, again, I don't know enough about Katie make a judgment call like I don't know anything about her I, I'm re- wanting the best for her. I just I don't know how the people are going to react and, and if they're going to tune into something right now and be talking about something I mean the franchise has been uh has been so successful over the last let's say five years because of the social media interaction um the press and the media and the way people talk about it it, you know, they need to get people out there talking about it and with everything going on it's going to be interesting to see if people keep talking about it yeah, and this is a crazy little detail for something of a season that we're so unsure about. I don't know if that made any sense, but you guys know what I'm talking about. <laughs> just trying to build a suspense here about this headline that I just pulled up. I'm going to drag it out just a second longer. One, that sounds good. Two. Just keep us anxious. Three. Okay, yeah. The Bachelor hasn't been renewed yet. Has it been canceled? Has it been renewed? And the headline says this is somewhat surprising considering the popularity of the series. Now, I know that they are casting for The Bachelor. I follow Bachelor casting on Instagram and they are looking for women for that upcoming season. But ABC has not announced whether or not it's re- it's it's going to be back. I'll tell you the best move The Bachelor can make. People way above my pay grade, people that deal with this a lot closer than I do. Here's how The Bachelor saves themselves. Paradise. No, no. No. One, again, just because I have to, you throw my name into the hat as the host. Not because I, I'll be the most popular. No, 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 no. You, you haven't okay, heard where okay, we're, okay, we're going okay. with this. You haven't heard where we're going with this. This is not to take anybody's job. This is not to be the host of The Bachelor or Bachelorette, okay? Okay. Mm-hmm. You launch that senior citizen bachelor bachelorette franchise mm. show instead of the bachelor 
it, well, just maybe even in addition to it to kind of like maybe for a year, you just kind of like do that. You highlight that you give it a shot and then you, maybe you move back into seeing what the bachelor bachelorette looks like in a year from now. You kind of take a break, reinvent yourself. You learn during the senior citizen show of like what love and dating looks like for people who are in a sense, like really wanting it and not just wanting the fame of it all. I'm the host of the show, not because I'd be the best choice, but because I want that job so bad. Like, Listen, Ben, <laughs> we both want Chris to return at some point. Yeah. We also really want you to be the host of that show because you have an older spirit, an older soul oh, than Chris Harrison. Job. And I think that you would really speak to these people. Like, I, I could just see you kind of like sitting down in a Mr. Rogers sweater on yes. a couch next to them. And just saying, just, just hearing about them. So like I, yeah, I, I have, no, this is not in any way speaking to Chris. If he comes back no. or does not come back, this is not that I'm just saying, this is my dream job to, to facilitate the opportunity of love <laughs> for a bunch of people who, who are what well, I think they said like 50s, 60s, 70s, I think, or yeah. 60s and 70s was kind of like the, the age range. I yeah, mean, cause they're seniors, right? Yeah. So what's the age of a senior? I think, What's well, if you, I think you get your ARP card. 55? I think you get your ARP card at 55. And I think that's when people, the AARP senior. card uh, typically comes in then. Oh, no. Uh, a senior citizen is technically 65 years old. Oh, well, good. I mean, um, that but works. But it says, like, there's, like, different 65? Like, I feel like my dad's gotten say, that 50-cent cup of coffee at McDonald's for years. And the and every time he goes in to, like, eat it and if we go to a restaurant to eat like a, a Ponderosa or Ruby Tuesdays or Applebee's, yeah. he always shows his art card and he gets like 10% off. And he, if I feel like he's the happiest guy in the world. Anyways, I was say like movie theaters. I think my parents have been doing senior movie tickets for a while. I, I don't do this often because it makes me very uncomfortable, yeah. but I like, if this I'm show happens, this. I am pushing myself for it so hard. I'm calling up every single connection I have. I say, I will do whatever you want. I I will be there. Oh, it'd be absolutely incredible. Anyways, Ashley. Okay. Well, no, no, no. Not anyways. I have okay. to just paint this picture for you. Yeah. So I think Wells is a great bartender for Paradise. Yeah. But you could be a perfect bartender for that show if you're not the host. And instead of making like tropical drinks and stuff, I can see you like bonding over uh, so, uh, bonding over life with these people over brandies yeah. and like whiskeys and stuff and Tums and Pepto Bismol <laughs> because that's what happens. I could oh, I could funny. literally just be passing out Tums, Pepto Bismol, brandies, whiskeys, uh, and dark red wine. I don't know. It sounds like you a dream job. Have to keep job. that mustache. Oh, uh, I do no. have a mustache right now. Um, this is for the senior show. This is this is my prep. I'm I'm selling myself yeah. hard for this, Ashley. I don't I mean, come on now. Uh <laughs> it's it's a super exciting day for us. Ashley, we're getting really close to um uh finalizing the winners of our four year anniversary giveaway. But before we get started, we haven't mentioned this in a while. And it's something super important for us to do because um it's you know, with COVID, it's just kind of been sitting there. We have a lot of almost famous apparel uh, that's ready to be purchased. And you can go to uh, uh, myfanthreads.com slash almost famous and find some of this apparel. If you're a fan of the show, if you want to celebrate our four year anniversary with us, we got hats. In fact, what I found out is people actually really love these hats. Uh, they, they've been wearing these hats. I get some pictures sent to me from these hats. So go out and, uh, and purchase some almost famous apparel if you want that. Uh, even if you're not a fan of the show, I mean, who doesn't want to wear a hat? This is 
is almost famous because aren't we all? <laughs> yeah, right. And then we have this huge giveaway uh, that we're super lucky to be promoting. Today, we're going to be talking to um, one of the humans who helped set up the flower giveaway. That's a part of the giveaway. But we also last week on the episode talked to um, the company and um, the single person who uh, did the ring for the giveaway. Ashley, mm-hmm. just to remind everybody before we kick off the podcast here with headlines, what uh, what is the giveaway? What does it include? How do people sign up? All right. So we've been talking about the giveaway for the past couple of weeks. And for every week, that's four weeks leading up to the actual announcement of the giveaway, we are picking winners. Okay. So there'll be four winners total and they're going to get a custom made ring. It's by Love Around the Neck. You can follow them on Instagram at, at Love Around the Neck. The ring is going to be in a size seven. So if that doesn't pick, fit your ring finger, pick another finger to put it on. <laughs> it's <laughs> because then you can wear it as a cool index finger ring or maybe even a thumb ring if you've got tiny hands. Toe ring. Um, I know a lot of toe, for, ring, toe ring You know, it's a really cool design. It's 14 karat yellow gold with diamonds and it has AF almost famous ingrained on the inside of the band. You're also going to get two dozen red roses from hidden garden flowers. We're going to have the people from them on later in the show, but guys, basically there's a lot of people entering this and we are really grateful for that. And this, this is how you enter. Follow us on Instagram at, at almost underscore famous podcast. And then Click the link in the bio and register for the contest. That's all you have to do. And there will be four randomly selected winners to win the custom-made ring, yellow gold, guys, and two dozen red roses. So you have until June 14th to enter. We're, we're hoping for you. We got our fingers crossed for you. We hope you all win, but only a few of you can. And, uh, and yeah, we're super pumped today to talk to somebody that's helping us out. Uh, now, Ashley, before we dive in the headlines, uh, big week. We hope everybody had uh, a really good long weekend, uh, but we also hope that everybody took some time um, to take a step back and be thankful for those who uh, have served the country, passed away serving the country uh, and their memories and their uh, remembrance. It's it's Memorial Day is a great time. I mean, it's like the start of the summer. It's people out in the lake, but um it's always a good moment too to step back and just be grateful um, for those who have supported us. Ashley, it's time for Bachelor Headlines. Let's get started. But before we do, let's take one break. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works, and for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic, and they're free of parabens and latex. All that, so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin, for trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Hello, 
acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course, we'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table, because geek culture is pop culture, and we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how, I don't know where, I don't know what. God, if you show me, God, if you tell me, God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick 
I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, guys, we have Tiara. You may not know her name, but you definitely know her title. She was the chicken enthusiast on, was it, oh my God, it was Ben's season. It was my season, Ashley. Don't forget, you know every contestant from my season. (laughs) (laughs) And we were on Paradise together, so. I can't believe it's been that many years. I know. Since you were on the show. I'm so old now. I was like, oh, dear God. Hey, watch yourself. (laughs) If you're old, I'm old. (laughs) I know. So when you saw your bio and you saw that your job, your occupation was listed as chicken enthusiast, how did you feel? Oh, I loved it because that was my idea. Because when they were like, oh, you're going to go on this show and you pretty much like for me, I was like, I have to quit my job because my job won't sit there and wait for me to come back. And so I was like, OK, so I quit my job and I was like, I'm just going to be a chicken enthusiast because I love birds. <laughs> wait, That's but hilarious. I mean, right now it looks like you're driving home from work. No, I just got gas. Now I'm going back to work. So now I have a job again. OK, I do work now. I'm what a do you do? Assistant. OK. So yeah. let's go through some other interesting titles that The Bachelor has had for their contestants before. Well, first with Victoria Larson, we have Queen. With Lucas Yancey <laughs> from Rachel's season, this might be my favorite. His job title is Waboom. Just Waboom. That couldn't have worked um, out well for him. Colt season had a girl named Erin Landry. She must not have lasted that long because her job title was Cinderella, and I don't really remember that. Oh, Alex dear. D from Colton season, her job was Sloth. Evan Bass, not far off from what he was. He was more of a business owner, but they like to call him an erectile dysfunction specialist. Then Erica Rose. Yep. Erica Rose was just a socialite. Jonathan from Rachel's season was the tickle monster. And then there's you, Tiara, the chicken enthusiast. So, I mean, how do you feel about Bachelor giving these titles to people? I mean... I would say some of those are a little bit weird and I feel like, you know, they might be for some attention, but I mean, whatever. I think it's kind of funny. People can take that and run with it. And But I mean, okay, so you chose the chicken enthusiast. You get a shot on national television. In your mind, yeah. you're yes. you're laying in the hotel room the night before this thing starts. Best case scenario for you when it comes to your title as a chicken enthusiast, your ideal job, somebody reaches out and says, what? We want to hire you on as our... You should have worked for Purdue after. I was going to say petting zoo expert. Like what would have been your dream outcome from being a chicken enthusiast? Okay, so my ultimate dream is to own an all organic chicken farm. With like humanely like chickens that are like raised like laying eggs humanely, not like stuffed in a tiny little cage. That is my secret dream that I probably told like six people. And now you guys. I think you can make this happen. Yeah, what do you love about chicken so much? 
It's a great question. I don't know. Anything with a beak and feathers, I get real excited about. They're super funny. They're super smart. They're so snuggly. They have such great personalities. Like, they're wildly entertaining. Okay, so what's your first thought that goes through your head when you see Big Bird back in the day as a child? Like, is there something inside of you that lights up in a way none of us could understand? You know, probably not Big Bird because it's not real. Oh, and has to be real? It's just a man in a costume, a creepy man in a costume. Yeah, yeah. I'm on not today, not today. (laughs) Um, Yeah, but I don't know. I just like I see chickens and I get really excited. Mm. Wow, that's like yeah. super not, interesting. Not in a weird way because I had one guy. So I did, I don't know if you guys saw, you probably didn't see. I did this interview for this for Fox News last week, like out of nowhere. And I took my chicken and I got a lot of good press from it. And then I get this one guy who called me, I won't say the word, I'll censor myself. They called me a chicken effer. Oh. And I was like, you have to be kidding me. Like Somebody I online pen- said that to you. Somebody online posted about me on his page calling me that. And I was just like, cool, because you love animals. Apparently, that means yeah. we hook up with our animals. Yeah, I was that, like, oh, you're weird. dead to me. Yeah, that's a, that, that's a little aggressive of a statement and assumption by him. Um, that would yeah. that would change this interview quite a bit if that was the direction we're going. But no, we're just more intrigued with the idea of these weird job titles um, because people <laughs> now, I mean, I'm assuming you bring your chicken on the Fox News. You did an interview last week. Like people still associate you with a chicken enthusiast, which will be what people associate these new cast members. They have some weird jobs, probably, you know, if they make a name for themselves for years to come as well. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, people always remember the one guy is the tickle monster. The one guy is the rectal dysfunction. Yeah. Person. Yeah. So it might help. It may actually help contestants stay memorable. My oh, last totally. <laughs> My last question for you, Tara, is um, I'm still always been very mind boggled as to how you can love these animals so much and then still eat them. Yeah. Yeah. No. I got Peta had a couple words with me about that. Um, I, you know, chicken is good for you. I don't eat my own chickens. I, you know, it's healthy. So I'm not going to go eat my, the birds that I raise. I mean, I only use them for their eggs, but I've tried to cut chicken out before and I just like meat. like it. Yeah. Well, I got one last question before we say goodbye to you. I know you got to run here. One last question for you. How, what is the oldest chicken that you have right now that you've raised? Like, what is your longest relationship with a chicken to date? I have Karen. Yeah. And she's about six years old. Wow. Wow. And her name is Karen. Uh, and she is a for sure Karen. Uh, oh. <laughs> oh, this is good. And then next comes Trish. So, yeah, they got some great names. Trish and Karen are my two older women that I found on the side of the road when oh. I took them. Oh, how cute how great well hey thanks for coming on this means a lot to us yeah yeah yeah, yeah. It was nice to hear from you guys i was like oh hey good to see you too bye. okay bye guys see ya we're back bigger and better than ever for bachelor headlines i hope next week's headline is this ashley this is what i hope 
I'm just going to keep pounding this. Ben is announced yeah. as the, <laughs> you guessed as it. the host of the CBO. Yeah. And I'm only saying this. I think Chris Harrison would have no interest, even if he had, you know, if everything was going smoothly over there at the network with him, he would have no interest in, in this. You know, it would just be one more show. He'd almost be working all year round. Uh, I feel like I got some time on my hands. Um, I, I just, yeah, I hope that's the headline next week. Let's uh, let's see all of you, Al Muslimus faithful. Uh, you can email Warner Brothers and let them know that I'm ready. <laughs> Should we give them some private email addresses? Yeah. Let me let me just post in the show notes. We're gonna post uh their uh, oh wait their exact- no, but for real guys, if you really want to throw your hat in the ring for Ben, um, DM Rob Mills. Yeah. Okay. Just Good type idea. in Rob Mills into Twitter and say Ben for senior host. Yeah, I will wear so many cardigans, it will make the viewers sick. Okay, um, first headline, Bachelor's Matt James reveals Rachel K gave him the ultimatum he needed before they got back together. Yes, they're back together. Ashley, tell us everything. Okay, Ben, so I was a little confuzzled reading these headlines, so I decided to listen to the podcast okay. in which... Matt talks about Rachel because we had two headlines first about this ultimatum. And then we had one about well, an official move to NYC. We had like a lot of Rachel headlines with Matt. We also have one about their weekend getaway. I'm okay. Let me get the info from the horse's mouth. So Matt went on the podcast called pomp podcast this week, which is interesting because he doesn't do a lot of podcasts And he picked one that I've never heard of. Um, It's not a Bachelor podcast. It's actually a business podcast because he wanted to talk about, you know, everything that he does beyond The Bachelor, which is respectable. And um, he said he he spoke about the relationship so oddly that I was like, okay, I got to I can't just take these. This written this written quote right now, I have to listen to the context. He made it seem like on this podcast that he had he was speaking to an audience that wasn't just Bachelor fans, if you know what I mean. And he made it seem like Rachel and him broke up at some point and like nobody knew it. (laughs) He was like, yeah, so we met on the show and then while the show was airing, we broke up for a little bit and now we're back together. I'm like, oh, wow. Way to simplify (laughs) All right, so basically he talks about after after the final rose, but like I needed to go there for context. He said, we made a commitment to each other to work on this relationship. And then there came to a point where it was evident that my working on the relationship looked different than Rachel's because I wasn't really honoring that commitment that I had made to working on the relationship. So he was referring at that point to after after the final rose and then he said that rachel said if you're gonna make this work let's do it but if you're not going to make it work then i'm not going that i'm going to let you do your thing and he said that's all he really needed to hear he said it was he calls it an ultimatum but it was an ultimatum that he really needed to hear and ever since it's been great (laughs) so it was quite vague they didn't they didn't harp on the timeline of their relationship much or their reconciliation. Um, but he said, basically, all it took was for Rachel to say, hey, are we going to do this or not? So she comes out and says, hey, we're going to do this or not. Puts him and in his I mean, from what we're understanding, 
his response was like behind the scenes, he kind of wanted this to work. Like you don't just yeah. react and say, Oh yeah. Okay. Thank you. Now I'm ready. Like he was in a sense, what he's saying is he was kind of like not oblivious, but he was like pushing it off for a bit, not really putting his work in. And then there was something that happened or clicked for him that said, no, I really actually want to make this work with this girl. Yeah, exactly. Do, uh, does this change, they, does this change the final episode of his season at all for you? I mean, just in the sense of like how it ended and how it kind of felt like, not that it was cold, but that it was so distant. Yeah. You know, I don't want to harp on it. We talked about it again. Last, we talked about it last week, but it's still like, it gets more and more bizarre for me to think back on that final episode and be like, you sat there so cold towards a woman that you apparently had plenty of feelings thought for. about getting back together with. Yeah. I mean, it's just, there's just a lot left unsaid. And I think we said that a few weeks ago, but there's just a lot there where it's like, what exactly is going on behind the scenes of their relationship? But we're excited for him. I mean, we were so, we're, we're, I mean, ultimately, no matter how crazy this show gets and, and how wild these contestants act, like one of the coolest parts is when people get together from it and they explore a relationship, if it works forever or if it doesn't. But like, at least we get to see like a relationship blossom, sometimes yeah. into a marriage, sometimes not, sometimes into into just storylines that we follow. You know, this is one of those where now we're like, this is this is all good. And, yeah. and now let's follow it along. But we have more headlines from Matt James and Rachel K. They they made it official in a sense, right? On Instagram this on week. The gram. Yeah, yeah, I saw it um being posted. And I was like, I think this is a big deal. I you know, I don't follow stuff as closely as maybe others do, but I was like, I think this is a big deal because there were photos posted and she was tagged in it. But there was no like announcement of like, yeah, actually, hey, we're dating. It was just like we're together hanging out. Yeah, I actually kind of like the way that they did this. It's, you know, I, I think this seems very authentic to Matt. It's a picture of the two of them visiting a school in New York City, an elementary school, and they're volunteering, teaching students about financial literacy, which is really awesome. And underneath, we have Emmanuel Acho saying, proud of y'all. Very nice. And this wasn't the only thing they did in New York City or the New York area together this weekend. They also went away with Tyler Cameron and his girlfriend, Cam Camilla Kendra. They went uh, to the Hamptons together and they said it says despite the chilly weather, it seemed like everybody was having a blast. Uh, and well, speaking about Rachel and Matt in New York City. She's currently deciding whether or not to move there. Of course, she's Georgia-based, and she says, or she's not sources say, that she's always loved the city, but she's not going to move there solely just to be with Matt. She would also be moving there to be close to her friends, and if she did move there, she would definitely be going back and forth a lot to Georgia, which is where her family is. Well, speaking of Matt James and one of his contestants, the next Bachelorette, Katie Thurston, who we talked about at the beginning of the episode, we're very excited for her season, we're ready to watch another season again, has a headline from E.T. that reads, Katie Thurston's emotionally confronts her men about why they're there. Ashley, what are yeah. we seeing here? What are we hearing? So she's wearing a beautiful green dress in this scene. You guys can go watch it on Entertainment Tonight's website. It's an exclusive to them. It looks as if she's had a few rose ceremonies thus far, and this scene takes place before another rose ceremony. And she says, I'm shaking, I'm literally shaking right now. 
I made my intentions very clear as to why I'm here. A bomb was dropped on me about multiple people still here for the wrong reason. Mm. She says, if you are not here for an engagement, then get out. Very interesting that she says there are people still here for the wrong reason. So that's why I'm assuming it's a rose ceremony that happens a couple weeks in because I think she's kicking people out already for the wrong reasons. We see in one of the teasers that there's a guy that says, I'm not here to make friends. I'm here for followers. I mean, that's I, I, I say that kind of laughingly, kind of laughingly, like that's a word. But I say that lightheartedly, but it's actually quite sad. Sad for Katie. Not yeah, shocking. I mean, entertaining for us, I suppose. Yeah, and I feel like that kind of stuff you're just going to see more and more of. And it's kind of it's kind of the new cool thing to own. It's like, I'm here to get famous and I'm going to say it. And like, that's going to be my shtick and I'm going to get yelled at for it. And people are going to like me. And then they get off the show and they don't really get famous. And then they just kind of like, I don't know, move on with life. But it's, I feel yeah. like it's just going to be a thing that people talk about. It's just interesting here. As you said, it feels like it happens a few weeks in. So like, this is, what is this going to be kind of the consistent storyline for the first couple of weeks? The it's like, theme, peop- yeah, you know, is, I mean, Ashley, you know, I've talked not about it particularly unique. No, that's what I'm saying. It's not shocking. <laughs> like how many times during the show have we had people go on? I mean, you've talked about it. Like you went on not only with open to finding love, but also going, this could be good for me. Now you found love on it and that's great. Yeah. So you're still open to it. I think that's the big difference yeah. here. But like, if somebody would have asked you in private before this all started, like Ashley, at the end of it all, what are you hoping this gets out of you? Like, it just seems like a good opportunity. I would say the same. Like yeah. when I, I wanted to shake life up a bit. I was like, I want to create a story to tell I, back then. Followers weren't really a thing we talked about cause it wasn't yeah. really there, but it's like, it was a story to tell. It shook life up a bit. It's not unique. It's, it's been around for a long time. Can you imagine the pressure there is to get far on the show now just for financial reasons. I actually want to bring up another hot topic right now, which is Jason Tartik's new podcast. It's really good. I listened to a couple episodes already. Um, it's called Trading Secrets, and he had Dean on this week, his premiere week, and they talked about how much they got paid for doing Bachelor shows. But to go back to my question, how intimidating is it to be there just knowing that if you get eliminated early, not only are you feeling embarrassed, missing out on like your TV time, you know, missing out on dating somebody that you were interested in, but also like you could have could have been a, a lucrative thing for you, but it doesn't work out. Yeah. I'm just I, being honest. I guess it is. I, I think with Paradise now you kind of have like a back like if you can fall back on that if you can go yeah. to it then you have that and that helps out i mean you know dean got most of his following from paradise with his right you know so there's some other options it's it's still though just a, 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 a i guess a sad attempt for like the katie's who are there giving yeah. up a big portion of their life and she's like hey i, I don't know if this is going to end an engagement or not but at least i want to give it a shot and then when people are there, like just kind of like not wanting that, but trying to stay around a long time, it's probably frustrating and tiring for her. I mean, how many times do I have to say it? It's like, yeah. if you want to go on for followers and money and opportunities and travel and friends and all that, it's like awesome. Do that. 
But also, like, do not go on the show unless you do want to get engaged, unless you are ready for marriage. Because that's when it's effed up. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's one guy that went back, I think, with the, with good intentions. Katie Thurston gets a surprise visit from former contestant Blake Moines in Bachelorette Sneak Peek. We talked about this at the beginning of the episode, but Ashley, in the sneak peek, we actually see it. It is now confirmed. So he doesn't come in with the guys on night one, it looks like, but I do think that he comes in really early, early enough that he's not going to ruffle any feathers. In the clip, you see that he's outside her room holding a boombox, you know, a la John Cusack and say anything. And then Katie goes, oh, my God, it's Blake. <laughs> That's it. That's all we see. Katie Thurston's season's coming up. When when does it air, Ashley? June 7th. Oh. Some other... June 7th, so a week from today, wild. Um, you guys week from, yeah, also... A week from yesterday, actually. I mean, we're... Oh, it's, a week from it's yesterday? June oh, 1st. <laughs> no way. That's so crazy. Okay, just a couple of little sound bites that are in the previews that are enti- enticing. She says, I'm done. She's the classic, I'm done. Yeah. She says, someone book my flight home. Mm. And... Th- that yeah those are the those are the two ones big ones she wants to leave at some point yeah don't we all well uh <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting season as we talked about and we'll be talking about it more as weeks continue this is our last uh podcast for the i guess what we say off season um which is pretty crazy we start mm-hmm. uh breaking down katie's season next week but until then, one of the big storylines coming through the headlines uh, for the last couple weeks now, it's not really stopping anytime soon either, I feel, because both sides are pretty open about it. But here's the headline. Peter Weber says Kelly Flanagan's interview about their breakup was very calculated. Ooh, what a word. I know. Okay, so there's a little back and forth here. If you guys remember last week, we talked about how Kelly was on Chicks in the Office, the Barstool podcast, and she said not so great things. You know, she was like, get out of my house. I never want to see you again. Like that kind of thing. When things finally ended with Peter on like their second attempt or maybe their third attempt, however you interpret it. And then... Peter got on his podcast this week, his Bachelors in the City podcast, and he said, I'm going to be so brutally honest with you guys and just speak from the heart. I thought it was very calculated. He said, I thought hearing how it went that it was trying to push for a headline. Very calculated, very disingenuous. That's too bad. I didn't necessarily expect that from Kelly. This has been half a year. He's saying half a year since their breakup. I don't believe that. They rekindled things in February and then they like dated for like six weeks. So it hasn't exactly been half a year. Okay. We're going to be precise about it (laughs) because this has been half a year, which is even crazier now, in my opinion, that more podcasts, hello there, are continuing to come out and talk about this. There's nothing new here. There is no new news. Mm. This is literally half a year old. And that's why I bring it back to this calculated point that I talked about in the beginning and wanting to write it out as long as, and her wanting to write it out as long as she possibly can or make headlines or get people talking. Uh, He said that he's open to having a private talk with Flanagan. 
and that he's 100% moved on. And of course, wished her the best. <laughs> well, I mean, you, you can say some of the stuff. I mean, this is his relationship. You know, it's six months out. It feels like we've moved on. Okay, whatever. But we're going to talk about it as long as one of them is talking about it. Like exactly, it, you know, and then he's talking about yeah. it. So uh, you just you're talking about podcasts, talking about it. You're you're talking about it on your podcast. Of course, we going to. This is a big story. I wonder what Peter's mom feels about the whole thing. Has she came out and said anything yet? Do we know? Oh my god, let's have Barb on the podcast. Yeah, let's break I'm it writing down that Barb. down right now. Let's have yeah. Barb on. We got to hear what Barb thinks about this whole thing. It's it's wild. Well, Does she love Kelly as much as she used to? Remember how she was obsessed with her? Yeah, I mean they had uh they had a bunch of nice little like uh. Oh, didn't she, didn't Barb get into the, uh, TikTok game for a bit mm-hmm. and the reels oh, yeah, and the did. stories? Yeah. I mean, a couple of, I mean, Hey, good for them. You, it's always nice when your, your mom likes your significant other, but I, I wonder if things have changed a little bit now. Well, this story is not done yet. No. Because the next headline reads this. <laughs> Kelly Flanagan hits back at Peter Weber for accusing her of being calculated this according to Glamour. So this week, Kelly got on her own YouTube account to address some things in an eight and a half minute video. She said, usually I'd let it slide, but when there are things out there that are misconstrued, I'm always going to stick up for myself as I think everyone else should. And this is kind of in reference to what is being said about me, that I'm calculated, that I want to hit headlines, that I'm disingenuous and things like that. She said that the bear was poked, Her she being the bear. <laughs> the bear was poked. There was a lot of things going on, being disrespected, going and hanging out with my family friends, posting everywhere. It was just like, I don't understand. Why, when you end badly with someone, you think that the person would just try to respect you a little bit and just go their way instead of reaching out to my friends. When something happens that's extremely disrespectful, you have to know your worth and you have to sit there and say, good luck to you. I wish you the best in the future, but I just don't necessarily want you in my life. She also said, I think I would have respected him more if he didn't accuse me of trying to hit headlines. Oh my, this is an ending, is it? We're going to go back and forth for a bit. Let's see if Peter has a rebuttal on his podcast. Okay, let's have Peter. Peter, come on here. Yeah. Come on, invent Barb Peter. And Peter, maybe and we can see. do like a family reunion. Oh. Come on, that would be great. Uh, Ashley, just a few more headlines here to break down. One that we want to celebrate. A couple that uh, just got married this week. And Bachelor's Kayla Quinn marries Nick Barello in waterfront ceremony. This according to uh, us. It is a beautiful ceremony. She looks gorgeous. He looks handsome. Okay. Things are fantastic. They look so, so good. So pretty. Um, I was following along with Olivia and Charlene's post this week, and the, the wedding looked beautiful. It was at the Ringling Museum of Art, and Kayla gave an exclusive quote to us saying, I am so excited to announce that Nick and I are finally married. It was truly a dream day in Sarasota, Florida at the Ringling Museum of Art. Wish it didn't have to end. Um, and yeah, they were supposed to initially get married in Lake Cuomo, Italy. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then they were planning another one in Ohio. Um, but because they had to postpone the wedding twice, 
because of Corona, they just, I think, decided to do it in the States. Well, it was a beautiful day. Super pumped for them. Um, she She's stunning and just a, a bright uh, soul on her wedding day. Well, Ashley, I feel like recently all we've done is talk about I mean, I feel like that. I mean, this is definitely a show talking about The Bachelor, but I feel like it's just been a really confusing relationship show here recently, also, because <laughs> this headline is one that I'm confused. I don't know if they're engaged, if they're dating, if they're broken up. I don't know what's going on. So you got to break it down for me. Dale Moss shares couple pick from Hawaii trip with Claire Crawley featuring her engagement ring. This is according to People. There's a picture. She's wearing her engagement ring. Are they That's engaged? That's all I know. <laughs> I guess so. What? I guess. Yeah. I mean, she wouldn't wear her engagement ring if they weren't engaged. But uh, I kind of love the way they're dealing with it now. Do you not feel like this is far more of a... I, it was always genuine on Claire's side, in my opinion. Yeah. I had many doubts and reservations about Dale. But since they've rekindled, I trust him so much more. Just me? I mean... Yeah, I guess so. Mostly because I think mostly because the hot topics and the headlines and the posting and all that has slowed down. And so then we see them back together and it's like, okay, like maybe, you know, maybe this was just too much too soon. Um, And like there's some clarity getting involved and they still care about each other, which is awesome. Uh, That's yeah, that's good, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah, I definitely just I just trust him more. I don't know. Um, they're keeping it far more private. It just seems less splashy, feels better, feels much more grounded. So yeah, we'll continue to see, um, where they end up, but I like that. They're not like, it's not all splashy on Instagram with them because you know, when you've had a pass of a rocky road, I think it's always safest to like kind of take it slow with the public. It's, uh, <sighs> I'll say, I mean, I'm broken record here. It's another relationship we're going to follow. I don't know what's going on. we got to find out. Like, are they engaged? Are they getting married? I mean, they've been together a lot recently. They've been taking trips together. Um, you know, what's what's their life look like now post kind of consistent Bachelor headlines? Except we're going to follow the story and we'll tell you about it right here. Well, um, just a few uh, questions for you here, Ashley, before we kind of move on um, with the final headline. Do you think Kelly Flanagan's going to paradise? Like, do you think this is a thing? Yeah, I know. We should have talked about this a second ago. Bennett says that he's in touch with Kelly fairly regularly. Uh, We know Bennett is going to paradise. He says that the two of them have hung out once in person. He says that um, it was a great first meeting. He thinks she's a smart girl. He's open to seeing her again and would love to take her out and get to know her a little bit more as she moves to New York. She also mentioned that she was kind of sort of seeing someone down in Florida, which he says he's totally respectful of. Um, But he says that he thinks that, you know, around 37, 36, 37, you kind of sort of know what seeing someone means. Uh, He also said that he's been in New York for a long time uh, things can change rapidly and quickly and all do with all due respect. It would be a pleasure to get to know her. So to me, like taking that article and then taking like the fact that Kelly is still posting on Instagram, I feel like maybe she's not going to paradise. Um, 
maybe she's some sort of seeing someone down in Florida, or maybe she was kind of telling Bennett that because she didn't want to see Bennett again. I think both of them are very plausible options. What do you think? I mean, Bennett's got to be gone, right? I mean, Bennett has got to be a week one -er. I would think so. I mean, he says, you know, like you said, they're still in contact. If she is seeing somebody yet now it's public that she's talking to Bennett. Like, I don't know if it's on a fr- Like, I wouldn't, I don't think I'd be cool with that. Like, especially if you're in like a relationship that you've agreed, like, Hey, let's date and figure this out. And then like the headlines are like, yeah, Kelly Flanagan's talking to Bennett Jordan. It's like, ah, I don't oh my know. God, I know. Right. It'd be like, okay, good. dude, you're talking about our relationship way before it's a relationship. I would be like, I'm out of here. Yeah. It just seems weird. So I won't be shocked if she shows up, but I know, ben, I, I'm just, I don't know. I shouldn't have said that. I would assume that Bennett's going to be there from the very beginning. Well, Bennett posted on Instagram last 21 hours ago. And Kelly posted last, so maybe they're just not in the original cast, because I do believe the original cast is down there already. Um, Oh, Kelly posted 30 minutes ago. So we'll see, unless they have somebody else running their Instagram right now for them. Yeah, maybe they're like doing that whole thing where you go down to Mexico, you quarantine for like 15 days before they release you from the hotel room and you show up for like, oh, who did that a couple of years ago? The Connor. Oh my God, Connor. Um, yeah, yeah, he was like down there for like two weeks in a hotel room. And then all of a sudden they're like, okay, today's your day. And there he goes. Well, uh, two last yeah. headlines. Uh, one is about you, Ashley. Uh, you came out publicly uh, <laughs> and said that Jared is getting sperm analysis after six months of trying to conceive. This is according to uh, an Us article. What's going on, Ash? Oh, it's according to Us and People and, and Yahoo it was very cool. awkward. So I wanted to, I mean, like, I've, like, loved being open and honest, like, every step of the way during this, like, trying to conceive journey. And I wrote a big post about it last week when, like, the last paragraph or something. I wanted to say that. Lots of people have been asking me, like, if I'm testing, like, for fertility stuff already. And I'm like, no, my doctor said that it's very normal six months in. Just, no, she's does not think it's needed to be tested. Like, girl. That's more invasive. When the woman gets in te- uh, tested, the, the tests are more invasive. She's like, that is not needed for you until a year. She's like, but if you do want to test the guy's sperm, um, no no need to wait there. Um, it's super duper easy. Just here's literally a cup. How does it happen? <laughs> Making a, How does it work? You can, you can literally do it at home. Um, she gave me hmm. a cup with like the address to bring it to um, when he's done. And you just have to make sure that the sample gets to the doctor's office within an hour. And then they like do it like within the day. Hmm. You just figure it out. One in three to four. So about a third of couples who are having fertility issues, it's actually the sperm that is the issue. So it's just a really nice, easy, um, quick test to kind of rule that out. And mm-hmm. it's totally appropriate to do around the six month mark. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Jared never expected that my Instagram caption would go, uh, make headlines like that. Felt a little awkward, but it was also a very, very good laugh, more of a good laugh than anything. Well, and I had a couple of people in my life. I know, uh, Jessica's mom and my mom, uh, who they both, you know, struggled at times with getting pregnant. Um, they both reached out. We're like, Hey, just let Ashley know. She's just like, Oh yeah. Enjoyed. It was so sweet. Yeah. Like it's all good. Um, so I know people out there in support and I know you're not alone in this. I know a lot of people have been through this journey, um, and can probably yeah. be there to rally around you. I mean, I think that's one of the cool things about the platform that you have is 
when you do have something going on that maybe are, you're confused by or that's not going the way you think, you can reach out to the general public and say, hey, is anybody else feeling this also? Um, yeah, it just uh, it's it's vulnerable, yet it's supportive. And so we're, we're all here, um, you know, excited uh, to see how this journey plays out for you. However, it does play out for you. We'll be supporting you along Thank the way. You. Well, that's all we have for Bachelor Headlines. We have Amy Marilla coming up um, from Hidden Garden Flowers, which is a part of our giveaway. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be crazy. We're going to tell you again how you can sign up. So stay tuned. We'll be back with the Almost Famous Podcast. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works. And for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. All that so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin for trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course, we'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table, because geek culture is pop culture, and we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Two 
Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, guys, we have Amy, the owner of Hidden Garden Flowers, on the phone now. She started this floral studio in 1999 as a little flower shop with the sole inspiration to make people happy through a beautiful flower arrangement. And she's been successful doing so many weddings, special events, Mm. lobbies and hotels throughout L.A. and Beverly Hills. And now she is sending two dozen beautiful red roses to whoever is the winner, the four winners of our four year anniversary contest. Hey, Amy, thanks for being on. Hey, guys, thanks for having me. Very excited to be on and talking to you guys about flowers because that's what I like. (laughs) We really appreciate your support, too. I mean, this is a big deal. As we've said many, many weeks now, four years is is not something we expected, but we're, we're very excited to be celebrating that alongside yeah it is it's cool congrats yeah Yeah. thanks for thanks for helping us out in this celebration um now you not only are the owner uh and and as ashley mentioned you started it in 1999 which is crazy to think about that that this has been going on now for 20 years a little over 20 years my my question for you to start this thing out does, does a flower choice say a lot about a person um and if so, how do you feel about the roses representing the Bachelor and Bachelorette franchise? Mm-hmm. Ah, tough one. Okay. Uh, yes, I think the flower totally says a lot about a person. Um, but I'm a huge fan of um, all types of flowers. Uh, I even I have roses behind me right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think roses just say love that, you know, and then you pick all the different colors. I mean, if you think about it, a rose is one of those flowers that has a meaning behind every single color. And there's so many different colors of roses, which is insane. So whenever people like pick flowers for their wedding or something like that, and they pick a color, I'm always like, okay, what rose is that? Like the first thing I think about. So I think it's kind of the staple. 
How do the flowers on the show look? How do the flowers on the show? Yeah, like, do we have good quality roses? Oh, yeah. Can you tell? Can you tell? (laughs) (laughs) Of course. Yeah. No, definitely. It's hard to go wrong with roses, you know? I mean, they're just so elegant and beautiful. I've been, uh, I just planted a garden outside. And I have two rose bush- bushes in there. One is a pink rose bush. The other one is uh, what they call a Neil Diamond rose bush. There's a little bit of Whoa. mixture of colors. It's like a white. Neil Diamond? It's like white and red together. Oh, like speckled. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like a speckled rose. My question for you, um, we can take this offline if we need to, but uh, <laughs> if I really rock this out, how do I get? how do I start selling my roses to you um, I want to be a vendor, a supplier. I got two rose bushes. I'm guessing I'll get at least 20 out of them uh, this year. Yeah. Um, we've got a, we've got a ways to go. We've got a ways to go. How many do I need to get to? <laughs> we got to get to like acreage. Acreage. So we're at two rose bushes. So I'm feeling we're like at four by four square. Yeah. Well, so don't count me out. Acreage. Yeah, just yeah. think about it. You can email me separately, but I'm very interested in selling my roses and daisies. Aww. I got daisies. Okay, I'll get my order in for 2040. I feel like we're going to be right there. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so we know that roses, the color of them, symbolize different things. I know red is love and romance, right? Isn't yellow friendship? Yes, yellow is friendship. So Uh, what do the other colors mean? White can be purity, honesty. I mean, honestly, when you look up the colors of flowers and what they mean, you can kind of find something that works. I mean, red, roses, universal, love. We know this, you know, so that's kind of a go-to. But if you really want to look up the colors of flowers, you could pretty much find uh, a meaning for almost any one of the colors, really. Do you feel like the Bachelor franchise has ruined roses? No, not at all. You've just and you've just made them even more important. Oh. <laughs> I still have like way. a little bit of a reaction every time I see a red rose. I I, I feel uncomfortable. Yeah, I get weird. Yeah. <laughs> no, you... and then think about all the different types of red roses there are now. I mean, the different types of red varietal roses is crazy. There's like hearts roses. There's red intuition. There's black baccara. There's the red velvet, there's free. Um, I mean, there's so many hundreds of red roses. So oh. okay. it's crazy. Yeah. Well, what kind do we use on the bachelor? Freedom is usually the ones that you guys have. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Freedom roses. You feel that way about that, Ben? Freedom. Yeah. I'm going to start, <laughs> I, I'm start growing them. So final question about roses. I, when I planted my roses, I made sure to keep them very hydrated. I put some paper t- or, uh, newspaper below them with uh, some fertilizer that I think will work really well for these roses. How often do I water my roses? Oh my gosh. Now we're talking about planting though. I'm not a grower. This oh, is the problem. But okay. let's talk about cutting them and how long you can keep them alive in your well, race. Let's do that. Let's cut them and keep them alive. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Cause I'm not good at planting. You probably have better luck with your rose bushes than I do. Okay. Um, I'm great at cutting and designing. Okay. Uh, but keep them alive. Always make sure you have fresh water when you're putting all your roses in a vase and yeah. then the leaves end up in the water. That yeah. bacteria is what kills off the roses. That's what we don't want. Interesting. And now Ben's getting married in November. Ben, have you given any thought to the flowers yet? I mean, I guess so, right? No, I've given, I mean, I'm sure Jessica has. I'm sure. He's growing the roses for the wedding. Yeah, I I think my job was to garden. Her job is to pick the flowers for the wedding. I've given no thought to that, but I'm sure Jessica has. 
is there any trends right now with roses at weddings, Amy? Um, people are going color, a lot of color this year, which I love. And I honestly think more bang for the buck when you do that. So I have a feeling you guys might be headed down that path. I'm a big color fan. I like good color. Uh, color. Neil Diamond Roses. Where did this Neil Diamond Rose name come from? I, I mean, know. it has to come from Neil Diamond. You know what? Rose bushes, a lot of the garden rose bushes like that, they have their, a lot of them are inspired by someone. So that's probably how. And then they take two different types of roses and they crossbreed them and they turn them into another bush. My mom's obsessed with Neil Diamond. I'm going to have to get her some. You're going to have to go. It's they're They're everywhere, Ashley. It's very popular. Okay. <laughs> well, final question for you, Amy. This is a big deal. So aside from the almost famous four-year anniversary, which is something that the world is talking about right now and that we're so excited for. <laughs> the world. So aside from this anniversary, is there one event that stands out to you as a dream event that Hidden Garden Flowers would supply the arrangements for? We're here. We're doing it. We're supplying it with you guys. No, I said aside from that. <laughs> you can't aside. pick oh, this. aside from this, that. That oh. was obvious. I mean, this that's like this is like the, uh, the Yeah, you the, know what we we do um a dream event that we we do supply for and we and we still do it and it's a dream to me every year as we do Super Bowl, which oh, is pretty cool. Dang. Oh, well, that's so cool. That's yeah. the coolest. If I can keep doing that every year, then I am like happy as a clam. Wow. I need to get in the flower game. All right, guys. You can check out Amy Morella's flowers at hiddengardenflowers.com and make sure to enter the four-year anniversary sweepstakes so you can get two dozen roses from her for yourself. Thanks so much for being here, Amy. You got it, guys. Thanks Amy, so much thank for having you. me. Congrats again on your four years. Appreciate oh, thank you. Thank you. you. Okay. Bye. Hi. Ashley, one last time for all the people listening, how do they enter before we sign off on this week's podcast? Yes, it's the last the absolute last off-season podcast before we start Katie Thurston's season. They only have to do this. Okay. Go and follow us on Instagram at, at almost underscore famous podcast. Then you have to click the link in the bio and register for the contest, and that's it. That's huge. Just so easy. So awesome. Well, Ashley, another great week. Again, next week we'll be back breaking down Katie Thurston's very first episode of The Bachelorette. Woohoo! Sounds good. Can't wait. See you then, Ben. We'll see you then. I've been Ben. I've been Ashley. Toodaloo. Toodaloo. Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. 
What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 